When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Welcome to it. Great to be with you. Midweek editions here at Hale Varsity Radio. Or presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We uh, inch closer to Nebraska, Illinois on Saturday. We'll spend some time on the matchup with Mike Babcock from HaleVarsity.com and Magazine. Get Babber's take on the ball game. And, uh, you know, Nebraska has a shot here, says Vegas. And I think you as the fan base feels like, okay, this could be uh, well, not not quite a mulligan, but uh, another chance here. You buy this, and we'll talk with Evan Bland in about an hour. Mike Schuhart also going to join the show. 19. That is the dreaded streak. We outlined Illinois' great defense. We talked about whether or not Illinois is a product of their schedule, fake or real, yesterday. Well, we'll dive into to the 2023 schedule as well in a moment. But 19 is, is off as Nebraska's been the last several years. That feels like, well, forever. It's been a long time. It used to be that you know Nebraska didn't fare well against top 10 or top fives, usually in a bowl game, right? Well, it's now shifted to, the, the the last ranked win you've had was against Oregon in 2016. Uh, the last top five you beat, I think, was Sparty in 2015. Now, Illinois comes in at, at 17th in the country. They're totally beatable. But uh, you just wonder if Nebraska's got the personnel. So we'll dive into that. Numbers can join us today on Hale Varsity at 466 3776 466 800-825-5865. can watch the show, comment there, Facebook and Twitter, ESPN Lincoln, Facebook and Twitter, Hale Varsity Radio, Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Give Elijah Herbal a follow at Herbal Essence on Twitter. Chris Schmidt at Schmidt underscore radio is where you find and follow me. So 2023 schedule is out. My first reaction is I love this. Absolutely love it. Love doing shows on the road. It's not as far as Dublin. We've had a pretty good history of fun in Minneapolis. Uh, We have maybe been the problem. Every time we've gone to Minneapolis, Nebraska has lost the last two seasons. Uh, In 19 and and last season, Boulder follows. We'll be uh, in Boulder. I love going to Colorado. And uh, that venue, that circus, We'll see what they're made of uh, with the new coaching staff. Maybe a preview, Elijah, because the defensive coordinator for Illinois, 
is kind of your front ran, front runner. We'll talk with Coach Barnett tomorrow on that opening. But no, uh, Nebraska's schedule, doable. We haven't quite got out the pencil yet. Still plenty of 2022 to chew on. But 2023 looks pretty good. Yeah, the, the only thing I look at that gives me a little pause is the fact that Nebraska is opening the season on the road against a conference opponent in Minnesota. And you look at that and you go, that's harsh from the Big Ten, knowing Nebraska's likely yeah, to have But, but, but why no, be surprised? I'm, I'm, oh, I shouldn't be surprised based on what the, the schedules look like the past couple of years. But you go, the Big Ten's putting Nebraska in a tough spot here with likely a, a new head coach coming into the program, new assistants, a lot of roster turnover, and then, oh, first week of the season is going to be a weird Thursday night game against a conference foe in Minnesota. Uh, not only just a conference foe, it's, it's a divisional foe in Minnesota. That's a tough spot to put Nebraska in. But then you also got to look at it from the Big Ten's point of view in that they want to get Big Ten football on TV early in the season, and you're going to have that spot on Thursday night. You're going to be the only game worth a damn on Thursday night. It's going to be Nebraska and Minnesota, and guess what? A lot of juice behind Nebraska. A new head coach. A lot of roster turnover. There's going to be a lot of excitement around what this Nebraska team can be. A lot of unknowns. So it also makes sense from that perspective to, for the Big Ten to put that game in a in a, a spot where you can prop it up, where it's it's not going to have any competition. It's going to be the only college football most likely worth a damn that night, and everyone in America. Uh, at least in Big Ten country, can go watch Nebraska with uh, a, a new setup, a new head coach, uh, a new roster, and see what they look like. So I get it from the Big Ten's point of view, but it is still harsh when you step back and take a look at it from Nebraska point of view that that's the, the test that the, the new head coach in Nebraska, or if it's Mickey Joseph and his first full-year head coach, that, that that's the test that you're giving them. What rent are you paying right now to see unforeseen riches in the Big Ten? Mm. What has Nebraska brought to the party? disappointment right turnover not living up to expectations the one thing you've been consistent at as far as being inconsistent it's been eyeballs whether you're good bad or ugly people are still watching nebraska so that is your rent right now if you're kevin warren you may not like it it may be a fourth straight game on the road or opener on the road for conference season so be it, so what. I know you've done the week zero thing, all right, uh, in Illinois a season ago, Dublin this year. Listen, Ohio State's had to open that way, Purdue and Northwestern a couple of years ago. I know it was uh, Purdue this season, right? They they opened up the, the college football season on a Thursday against Penn State. Mm-hmm. So they're going to put a brand, Ohio State, Penn State, now Nebraska, on a Thursday night to open it up. You're good for your brand right now. Doesn't look undoable. We're way ahead of what we need to be talking about, the here and now. Whoever the head coach is, it's not like Minnesota is going to exactly be loaded. Eventually, all their six-year guys will be gone. This year. year is the year that they're going to be gone. Right? Morgan and Ibrahim. And, right. Uh, guys that have been there since the Kennedy administration, they're finally gone. But no, I look at it like this. It's... It's a Thursday night. You're going to probably take the, the, the fam damnly, pack the, uh, the family truckster, make a roadie, hit a Twins game, and then you're going to go check out Nebraska and Minnesota. You're probably going to make a weekend out of it. Then you're going to load up the truckster again, and you're going to head to the People's Republic of Boulder. You are going to have so much red in the stands, it's going to be crazy. It's been good anyway with the, the number of Nebraska fans that travel to Minneapolis the last two years. There's been a lot of red. Not a lot of good football, but a lot of red. The infamous Hoodie Gate game, and then the uh, there's an invisible force field inside the five. 
last year for Nebraska, as bad as that game was, that first half was. Nebraska, that's that's a winnable ball game. I'm going to say it uh, against Minnesota. Colorado, they're in disarray. Go get Colorado on the road out there. And uh, I'm not saying you, you open up 2-0, but you need to. And that is going to be because of the time of year. It's not going to be mid-October or early November where it's long john season in either place. It's going to be great weather, good football atmospheres, and it's going to be uh, painted red. That's the, that's the, um, the, the, the trade-off. Yes, you're on the road for Minnesota. Yes, you're on the road for a non-con, and then here comes uh, Northern Illinois. But you're going to have a ton of your fan base with you. Uh, either to support Mickey as the guy or whoever the next head coach is in his opener in uh, in, in Minneapolis and then for sure Boulder with all the Coloradoans for Nebraska. And looking way too far ahead here, you look at those first four games. Minnesota's the tough one. Colorado, based on what they've been this season and likely having a first-time head coach, that should be a very winnable football game. Should be. And I'm going to eat my words in that. Thank God I'm saying that in October of 2022 because someone's going to forget about it come September of 2023. You never know. You don't know who's playing quarterback. You don't, you, you don't know what Nebraska's yeah. situation is going to be. You don't know what Nebraska's situation is going to be. You don't know what Colorado's situation is going to be. But based on what I know about both these two programs, I think you have one trending in the right direction and one trending in the wrong direction. So uh, I'll say that looks very winnable. Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech, I, I, I struggle to, to pencil in W's right now based on what I've seen from Nebraska. But again, with Nebraska seemingly trending in the right direction, you've got a great chance to at least be 3-1 and one after those three games. Then you got Michigan coming to town to, to close out your September. That should be a hell of a ball game mm-hmm. if it is, say, a 3-1 and one Nebraska against a 4-0 and oh Michigan. Even a 4-0 and oh Nebraska against a 4-0 and oh Michigan. If that were to happen, that's, I mean, that could be Nebraska's first game in primetime on NBC now. Could be, and then and then you wrap before the bye at Illinois. So are you 4-2 and two going into your bye? Are you better? Are you worse? Who knows? Time will tell. But looking at the schedule, you get Michigan at home. You have uh, Iowa at home for Black Friday. Those are your two circled ball games. You have Northwestern and Purdue, and Maryland uh, comes to Lincoln as well. Your crossover isn't easy, but it's not as bad as Purdue. <laughs> Purdue is going to draw Michigan. They are drawing Ohio State. Indiana's their permanent crossover uh, because of the uh, state rivalry. But this is doable for Nebraska. Sparty, we'll see if they get better and reload. We'll see how the year finishes for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get Michigan at home. And and then uh, your other is is Maryland at home, and, and you're not going to have little Tua there. Loxley's recruited well. They've gone to a bowl game. I think they'll probably hit a bowl game again this year. They're really athletic and fast, just looking at the way he's constructed the roster. But it's not like he can't beat Maryland and Lincoln. They'll scare you a little bit because of their explosiveness, but we'll see where they're at that late in the season, right? And you've gotten two of your three crossovers at home. I mean, that, that's what sets up, I think, really well about this Nebraska schedule is the only really vaunted away venue you're going to be going to is Wisconsin. Michigan State, the woodshed, it's solid venue in past years, but if that Michigan State team isn't you know, top 25 ranked by the time Nebraska comes to town, I'm not sure that's going to be a sellout against Sparty. You look at Minnesota opening the season, that should be like you know, a good environment, but you're also going to need a lot of Nebraska fans to open the season, making the roadie up to Minneapolis. So I think that kind of takes away from 
uh, how difficult a, a road game that's going to be. Colorado, same story with so much red in the stands. It's, it takes away from what a, a true road game is. Illinois, we'll see what their season looks like to follow up this season. If it's another good season, they could have a, a, a difficult road venue, but I'm not sure I bank on Illinois to, to stack together back-to-back seasons like this. So uh, who knows what that's going to be. It's a bit of a wild card. But then Northwestern, uh, that's a home, excuse me, Michigan State was the next one I went to, which is, as I said, we'll wait and see, but I don't think that's terrible. And then Wisconsin to, to close the year right before Iowa's the, the one true road test. So I think your, your home and road sets up really, really well for next season. It does. And how are games stacked? We talked about Illinois and what they've been through this season. What's been impressive is the fact they've beat the perceived kings of the West. They've already beat Wisconsin. They've beaten Iowa. They've beaten Minnesota. Those were all consecutively. That's typically how your November's been stacked if you're in Nebraska. Now, November's on a cakewalk because you still end with the, the one-two punch of Wisconsin and Iowa. Michigan State's in there. But this team needs to be able to the, – the theme of the week has been match physicality. Uh, Michigan and, and Illinois back-to-back, not good, but at least you get to go into a pie, uh, a bye week in 2023. To your point about Michigan State, that's a question mark. Are they are they really good, or are they just kind of a pain? You know they're going to have some dudes. Sparty's schedule right in the middle of it is they go Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska on the road, and then they head to Ohio State. So that's a tough four game stretch. And that's a that's a for, good, for Sparty a four game stretch where, as I look at it right now, Nebraska seems to be the game you'd overlook among those four. You, you could. Uh, also, it's a November ball game. So, uh, some thoughts on the uh, 2023 schedule. It sets up well. I like the the setup. Your home games aren't incredibly awesome, but you you still have uh, at least uh, coming to town, um, Iowa and and Michigan, and that's kind of booking and book ending the season. Uh, late September game and your Black Friday game. So, uh, not great but not horrible, and uh, Nebraska has got to start winning those things. And we don't know where it's going to go. We don't know where it's going to go. If this is your your fare thee well, your last hurrah uh, when it comes to division football or if it's division-less football or if you shift over to four different pods of four where you have two of the California schools, Nebraska and Iowa, or you have Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, SC or UCLA as part of a four-team pod and your two pod champions play for maybe a spot uh, what's protected you, you assume Nebraska Iowa is going to be your protected game with a preference to uh, have either Wisconsin or Minnesota right as as another protected former West foe and and you're going to see Nebraska again back to the brand appeal Nebraska is going to be part of what draws that $100 million, it's going to be Nebraska v. Michigan. It's going to be Nebraska versus Ohio State, Nebraska-Penn State. Nebraska's a marquee uh, brand still in college football. Trev's doing everything in his power to get it back to where they need to go, and it brings us full circle back to the opportunity at hand, and that is taking down a ranked team. Take down a ranked team on national TV. Stop the streak of 19 consecutive losses to ranked teams. We won't get into it, but they've been close. (laughs) You've been close against everybody. Ranked, 
non-ranked. So uh, 2.30 will be a lot of fun, man. Well, th- that brings me to a, a point that my grandpa would always make, and he, he always brought this up through the years, that close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. It's a, it's a great saying. I love that one. Mm. Artez Craig chimes in. I'm looking forward to seeing how our offense will do against that Illinois defense. We'll dive into this with Mike Babcock when it comes to the task at hand for that offensive line for Nebraska, for that defensive line of the Big Red against the Illini and uh, Brett Bielema, his crew. Some good numbers to dive into as well with what is uh, what is real about that Illinois offense. I have visions of Monte Ball running through my head. I'm overreacting, I'm sure. But that's how Illinois is going to get out of Dodge with a win uh, with their run game. Can Nebraska answer? Mike Babcock's on the way. It's Hale Varsity. We're presented by Currency. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th Annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure. 